Yo, Ryan Hartley here from Always Better Than Yesterday with another interview session. These conversations are all about helping you understand the habits and the mindset behind successful and inspiring people. This is episode 73 with Heather Rose, founder of Mindset and Me. We have a fantastic conversation. It's a very, very inspiring story. Hearing about Heather and her son Isaac and the journey that they've been on through the struggles and the challenges in, in both of their lives and have turned all that round and are, and are working together with this wonderful venture called Mindset and Me, helping loads of people all around the world with their mindset. It's a great conversation. I hope you really enjoy it. And um, please subscribe, share, do what you need to do. Share it with that one person in your network that will be inspired by this conversation. Most importantly, sit back and enjoy. Much love. Yo, and welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions with me, Ryan Hartley. And I am super, super excited for this conversation with my next guest. I am here with Heather Rose, founder of Mindset and Me. So welcome, Heather Rose. Thank Hart. you. Thank you so much. I've been super excited, like yourself, for a long time for this. I think we've both been following each other for quite a while now, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Before we dive into Mindset and Me and, and what you're doing in the world, tell us a little bit about you and your story. Um, so, right, yes. Yeah. So a bit about my background to know why I'm doing Mindset and Me and where I am today. Um, so my previous story is going back, obviously, all the way back to school. Um, I was severely bullied at school. Um, I was raped when I was 15. I tried to take my own life at 16. Um, never told anybody my story at the time. I went into um, mental abusive relationships, domestic abusive relationships. Um, then progressed, just trying to carry on as normal as best that I could. But um, obviously really struggling myself with mental health issues, anxiety, depression, that kind of thing. Um, then I was car hijacked and dragged from a car where I lost a baby. Um, I've lost five babies since then as well. So yeah, then I got postnatal depression. My son now, Isaac, who the business I run with, um, we had a really bad pregnancy with him, but he's um, my miracle baby. So I call him, he came to save me, is what I say, because I strongly believe that. Um, then I had postnatal depression with him, um, and I've struggled, obviously, a lot of my life with mental health issues. But it got to about three, three and a half years ago, where I just had like my enough is enough moment, where mm. I didn't want to take this anymore. I wasn't letting anybody rule who I was to be or couldn't be. Um, and I changed my life around completely. Wow. Wow. There's a, there's a lot to take in there. And I've, and first and foremost, just honor you and thank you for, for sharing that. And I can't underestimate the strength that it's taken to, to even say those words sometimes. Yeah. And I just love to know, you know, what was it about that moment three years ago? Can you unpack that? Yeah. Um, I've struggled with my son. Um, I struggle as also, my son's got um, mental health issues as well. He has ADHD and autism. And we were struggling with him with his school. He wasn't, you know, he was being sent home every day. Nobody would help us. Um, and I just thought, I can't have him going through what I've gone through. I need to take control of me to get me strong enough to be able to help my son get through this. Um, so I just had like my enough is enough moment. And just like an epiphany that like we only get one life and I can't continue the way I'm, I'm going on and letting people rule me, the past rule me. 
I'm in control of my emotions, thoughts, and how I go about this. We've got our own pen to write our own story. And I weren't mm. letting my past um, things that had happened to me and the people that have told me that I was ugly, fat, never amount to anything, never be anything. I weren't letting mm. them hold that pen for my book. I want to take control of writing my story for me and my son. Wow. That's really powerful. So what were some of the things that, that, that helped you? So I started investing in myself, doing a lot of self-care, started watching um, a lot of YouTube videos, empowerment, motivational YouTube videos, podcasts, listening to. Um, I invested in a mindset coach, um, just really working hard on me and doing daily. The biggest thing for me really was daily affirmations, doing my positive affirmations every day, journaling, um, talking to people and really coming out of my comfort zone and sharing my story and talking about, you know, realizing that I could help other people, knowing that I was, I strongly believe we're all put here for a reason, no matter what that is. And we're all here to help somebody or do something, you know. I just thought if I can help somebody, even just one person by sharing my story, it's worthwhile doing. Do you have any go-to affirmations that you use frequently? Oh, I have lots. Um, I am worthy. I am beautiful. I am confident. Just, yeah, just all the positive, anything positive that you can say to yourself. I love that. You are able to share your story in the way that you are now. I imagine that took courage to start doing that at the very start. What helped you, first and foremost, connect with your own story and, and realise that it could help others? Um, journey through, obviously, going going through my mindset with a mindset coach and really digging deep into my own thoughts and emotions. Um, but um, it was about four years ago now, I actually joined a network marketing company called Unique. And their motto is to help and empower women. And they have a charity which supports women who've been sexually abused. Um, mm. And I knew that I needed to be part of that. And that was the, ter- the start of my journey, really. Mm. And they started with, um, I don't really remember it, the Rachel Patton song. Um, and I just had to get, they, they wanted everybody to like lip sync to that and share the story on paper. So I wrote my story down. And that was the first time I actually told my friends by doing that video. Um, so yeah, it, it was hard. It was very emotional. Obviously, it opened a whole a heap of things. You know, my friends didn't know about it. My husband didn't mm. know very much about it. Um, but that gave me the strength, knowing that I was in. You know, I was going to help empower other women who've been the same, are going through the same, to have that strength to start talking. I love that. And it's actually making me smile because I wonder whether our paths have actually crossed before because my wife used to be in a, a unique presenter too. And really? And been, yeah. And I've, I've been to some events and I, I'm also sat here wondering who your mindset coach is because I wonder whether there's a connection there too. Emma Privilege. I, I know Emma Privilege. I've, yeah, I've, I'm connected with Emma, but yeah, I haven't had the parted, joy of a personal conversation. We've parted paths, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And, and I, you know, and, and, I, and I think, I think sometimes network marketing can get a bad rep, but having been on the inside and seeing the difference that it can make to yeah. the women there and giving them a sense of belonging. And it really is uplift, empower and invalidate. 
It is, definitely. It really, really is. I strongly believe, like I've said previously, things happen for a reason. And if Unique hadn't found me, I wouldn't be where I am today. I had to go on that path to then um, come into contact with the people that I've now met who then give me the confidence and the motivation to start Mindset and Me um, and to share my story in full. I was, I'm a co-author of a number one best-selling book now. And it was all through Unique being introduced to Emma. Emma then introduced me through, obviously, social media. We found paths to Leona Burton, who is the mm. co-founder and CEO of the Mums in Business Association, which you've probably seen me post about, mm. um, who then offered me the opportunity to share my story in a book, which was the first time my mum and dad actually ever read my story. Wow. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, my mum passed away. But the one thing she said was, I'm so proud of you. And that was the one thing that I wanted was them to be proud of me. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's really powerful. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. I think we've all got dark, haven't we? We've all, as much as it hurts and is hard sometimes, you don't know who's listening to your story. Stories are so Mm -hmm. powerful Mm -hmm. and you don't know who you can help by sharing your story. Um, You know, mental health, I'm a massive advocate now, me and Isaac promote mental health a lot now. Mm -hmm. You've probably seen that. you know, Isaac, a couple of years ago, just before we started Mindset and Me, about a year before, Isaac wanted to take his own life as well. Um, mm, and to be told tough. there was a five-year waiting list for the mental health team to see him was disturbing. And I knew I needed, I knew I'd been through the journey that I'd been to got me to get me strong enough to then mm. help him through through his journey. So I took control then of Isaac's journey and we started doing the positive affirmations, the journaling. Um, you know, we grew a massive social media following because people was following our story. And, mm. I've, you know, we've transformed Isaac's life around now. And I strongly believe stories are so powerful because you just don't know who's listening. Mm. What's Isaac's story? So Isaac um, was diagnosed with ADHD and Austin, like I said, um, he's been through quite a traumatic journey, really. Um, I split up from his from his dad a long time ago. Um, he's lost quite a lot of grandparents. He's um, he's been through quite a lot, bless him, and being passed from pillar to post in schools. People not believing in him. People just saying mm. he's a naughty boy. Um, one school actually locked him in what when I got there was a cupboard, which was their sensory room, but it wasn't. It was a cupboard. Um, so he's been through quite a lot of traumatic events, which will never leave him, no doubt, like it won't from me what I've witnessed. Sure. And unfortunately, the system has let us down in lots of ways. We end up going, paying to go private to get him a diagnosis. Um, so really, we've just done the fighting ourselves. We've just got through this ourselves by introducing, you know, the right things into our life and the mindfulness and surrounding us mm-hmm. with like-minded people that are going to help you get through the tough times. Um, but it got to, I think it was about just about three years ago now, it got to a really low point where it didn't feel like he fitted in. He, mm-hmm. he didn't feel like he had any friends. He didn't fit in. It was different. No one liked him. He didn't believe in himself. He had no confidence whatsoever. Um, he used to come home every night crying and banging his head against a wall saying he didn't want to be here anymore and knew that I had to you know do something about it so Mm. now we both empower other children and share our journey and share what's worked for us 
about three years ago, a great film was released called The Greatest Showman. I wonder how much that's shown up in your... Um, Lots. <laughs> yeah. talk, talk to me about that. The song This Is Me is um, the one I'm known for, yeah. Yeah, I love that. The, the inspiration behind Mindset and Me and that moment where you just thought, right, let's just do this. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so obviously we'd been through a journey and people was watching us and Isaac wanted to share with... Um, bought a book off Amazon all about the law of attraction so mm -hmm. he'd been reading it and really loved it and he said I want to share this with it obviously I was doing network marketing at the time so he used to see me doing lives all the time he says mommy mm -hmm. I, I, I want, I've got the confidence I want to do a live too so I said of course you can so um, he read this book out to people and it's had like over 10,000 views and it really gave him the confidence uh, but then it opened up um my inbox to people asking what have you been doing can you share it with us how have you transformed mm. Isaac's life would be are people saying I've been watching you for ages what have you been doing it's just incredible so the thoughts you know and people saying my child's struggling or you know I've been through a similar story to you Heather I don't want my children to not have confidence and self-esteem and all that mm -hmm. I just thought wow there's so much need out there for help and support but we just didn't know you know, and Isaac turned around to me and said, we need to help these people, mummy. But I just couldn't think of how we could help these people apart from just keep sharing our story and things and what have worked for us. And this is going to sound really, really silly now. Um, but I had a dream, <laughs> like we mm -hmm. all do. Um, but I don't normally remember my dreams, but this one was clear as day. When I woke up, I just had a dream that I was sat on the couch on this morning with Philip and um, Holly sharing these affirmation cards that we'd launched and that just started transforming children's lives. I thought, wow, this is what I need to do. We need to put into practice what we're doing every day into resources that can help, you know, lots more children and families. So I rang Leona up and I went, oh, I've got this idea. And she went, Heather, you've got to say, I can't, I don't, you know, the, the nerve setting, you know, the self-limiting <laughs> beliefs and all that jazz that we all suffer from from time to time. She goes, Heather, you can do it. So she obviously she's a coach. So she did, you know, did a bit of men mentoring with me and we launched Mindset and Me not long after that. Right. Like How do you help all people? all meant to be. Mm, I believe that. How do you help people through Mindset and Me? So me and Isaac run it together. So we do lots of um, resources that have helped us. So we have affirmation cards for children and teenagers. And um, we do mindset like journals. So we have journals and parent journals, worksheets. Um, Isaac, we launched our first children's book just before um, Christmas um, called Isaac, the Master of Emotions, which is all based on Isaac's journey, how he struggled, how he struggled fitting in and the tools that we use to help him with. So in the book, it covers affirmations, it covers mindfulness techniques, it covers breathing techniques, all mm. which we've helped, you know, done to help us. Um, and we've just launched a range of um, T-shirts to promote mental yep. health as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's just absolutely incredible. It's gone from strength to strength in just less than two years. Um, and the reviews that we get just are heartwarming. It makes me want to get out of bed every single morning to keep on doing it because mental health is on a rise massively. It's absolutely mm. shocking. 
it's risen to one in eight children now since 2017. Mm. Um, we've got a 50% rise now in mental health since 2014, which is absolutely shocking. And mm. the more we can do about it to make awareness, the better. Yeah. So, you know, the reviews that we're having, you know, I mean, the, the lady obviously has told me that I can mention this, but one of the reviews was this little boy who was seven, used to get bullied at school. He was coming home from school every day asking his mum and dad for an operation to change his face. That is just like breaks mm. my heart every time I talk yeah. about it. She's saying, can you help me, Heather? And I said, of course I can. So I talked her through things that I've done with Isaac and talking and she bought the affirmation cards. Um, three months later, I got a message that she was actually sobbing. She said, I can't thank you enough. Is a different wow. child. It's made him more confident. He's got more self-love in himself. He's stood up to his bullies now. And he's a completely little different but Sorry, I get emotional when I talk yeah, about it. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Um, wow. So, yeah, and we're just getting tons of those every week of people coming back, you know, saying, you know, our child now has got more confidence. Mm. You know, in the world we're living in right now with what we're going through right now, which is, you know, our children need to build that resilience. They need mm. to become resilient in life um, and have that growth mindset. And so I think, you know, it's really important that, more and more people do this because there's not a lot of help and support out there for mental health and mindset. There's only the people like ourselves, you included, that are, you know, doing this and helping people and there just needs to be more of it. Huge respect and admiration. And I think, um, I think you wanting to jump out of bed every day, like that's why that's purpose. I love working with purpose and on your website, it says that it's all about, um, simply designed to help children um, develop their positive mindsets and believe that they can do anything. And yeah. I love that. How are some of the ways if, um, if our listeners right now are, are parents and they're looking at ways to develop their, their child's positive mindset and believe that they can do anything. What are some of the top tips and techniques that you would suggest that they start with? It's all down to, our own self-talk and how we talk around our children as well. Words are really, really important that we use. And sometimes we don't really think about that. Sometimes we're quite easy to talk quite, mm. you know, freely around our children, but children's brains are like sponges. They believe everything that they hear. Um, so it's really, really important that the way we talk around our children is so important because mm. they absorb everything. Um, so that's really one of my top tips is, you know, be careful of what we speak around our children. They're going to lead by example. I'm a strong believer of that. Um, getting them to talk about the feelings is so important. Isaac really struggled to express his emotions, which then leads on that they have the self-worth. You know, they don't think that they're worth anything. Um, so talking about them, you know, getting them to do their affirmations, getting them to journal about things that they're feeling right now. You know, that's one thing that, you know, I love a good brain dump. I call it brain dumping where you put everything onto paper. And um, so I got Isaac doing that. And now he can talk more freely to me because he's used to like emptying his brain out and putting things mm. onto paper. Um, and, you know, creating family time. We, every, um, you know, I talk about freely what I've done 
and me like smashing my comfort zones Isaac now sees what I do so it makes him want to strive to be a better person that do you know what my mum's been able to do that I can do it it mm. goes down to Joe Wicks that is like going wild at the moment he's gonna he's gonna kill me off I tell you <laughs> but Isaac does not like PE whatsoever he says he can't sure. do it so I said come on let's do it together mummy you know mummy struggles but we can do this together let's like empower each other mm. And now we do it every day and he's like loving it. Although today we lasted about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those surfboards. So um, these are uncertain times and, you know, kids, they thrive on routine and consistency and predictability. Like what are some of the ways in which parents can create an environment where there is um, not only a bit of structure and routine, but, but safety and security um, and resilience development. Sorry, say that I get cut off there. Sorry. Sorry. The, these times are different. They're uncertain, and 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 yeah. kids usually thrive upon predictability. And how can parents provide a bit of predictability, a bit of structure, a bit of routine, and safety at this time? Yeah, that's a good question. And we always we have a timetable every day for Isaac, so he knows exactly what we're doing and things like that. So I think having a timetable and talking through things with them is super important. Finding resources that are going to really help them understand things as well. You know, it's a scary thing that we're all going through right now, but making them have an understanding and talking about, you know, having an open question time as well. You know, every Sunday we have a question time around the dinner table where we can ask each other questions. We talk about what we're grateful for that week, what's coming up. So me and Barry always tell Isaac, look, this is our diary for the next week. This is what we've got going on. If there's anything going to be like a like different to his normal routine we'll talk to him about it um so i think it's really important that people are not speaking to them about anxiety and what it actually is so mm. sometimes feelings that you get when you're anxiety when you have anxiety could be the same feelings what you get when you're excited but children don't know the difference so when you get those feelings in your tummy and things like that sometimes it's not being anxious it could be you know a completely different emotion mm. um i think it's so important that our job as parents we need to show them the calm right now and not the chaos so if we're mm. going around saying oh my goodness this is happening blah 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 you know children mm. are going to absorb that and when this is all over, what they're going to remember, they're going to remember the chaos and not any happy memories. We're, we're all struggling, we're, you know, but be careful when you have these conversations, you know, save the news and watching the news and talking about it to maybe when they're in the bed, when they're in bed and they can't hear it. Mm. Um, I'm not saying put them in cotton wool, they need to know, obviously, mm. bits of what's going on, but it's the way we, you know, we talk that through with them. And for me, for Isaac, we are journaling everything that we're doing so he can remember the happy things that we're doing, we're creating, like we're mm. camping out in the lounge, having picnics. And I want him to remember happy things rather than all I remember is, oh my God, my mum were crying all the time and the news was on and this was happening and we were locked in and it was dreadful. We don't want our children to remember that. Mm. Memories, mm. memories are priceless. 
you know, memories go a long way and we remember things for a long, long time. So we want our children to have happy memories. Yeah, I love that. Where can people find your content? How can people connect with you? So yeah, I'm on social media on most platforms. We've got a page on Facebook, Mindset and Me. We also have a parent support group as well called Mindset and Me Support Group. So I post extra content and help in there, free resources and things like that. I've got lots of free things going in there at the moment. Um, we're on Instagram. We've got a website, mindsetandme.com. So yeah, I think we're everywhere. <laughs> this is amazing. And, um, you know, based on what you said at the very start and how you um, described your journey, like, I have such respect and admiration for how you've turned that pain into purpose. And um, I just encourage anyone that's listening right now to, to go and check out Heather's content, go and check out the website, even if it's not for you, share it with, you know, a parent friend of yours that that it might help. Um, Please help this message be spread far and wide, because I think you quoted some numbers earlier that, that are quite frankly scary and they need all the help we can get to reverse that. And, And I have huge respect and admiration for anyone that's going to step up and say, let's change it let's make a difference and to Isaac as well let's not forget Isaac (laughs) business partner I know bless him yeah he came up with some of the designs for the t-shirts as well so he likes being involved (laughs) we know who the brains behind the outfit really are (laughs) (laughs) yeah amazing um please actually I've got one more question my ethos is all about being better than yesterday always better than yesterday i'm just curious to know what that phrase means to you better than yesterday every day we should take as it could be our last we never know when our last day is going to be so i always want to better myself every day do something that is maybe out of my comfort zone um strive to have a better day than the previous day um and think you know if we do have a bad day i think about how far i've come and that I don't mm. want to go back to where I've come from. Mm. Um, so I always try to, you know, be better than the previous day and make more memories. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Please do us the honour and the privilege of leaving a our audience with a final thought from your good self. Be unapologetically you and don't listen to anybody else you are you and be unapologetically you you heard it here much love guys thank you thank you wow what a powerful conversation what a powerful story um hopefully you've been inspired Hopefully there's been something in that conversation that is going to inspire you to show up, think, act, behave a little bit differently maybe than you would have before listening to Heather's conversation. Be sure to go check out what she's doing with Mindset and Me. Go and connect. Go and join the the movement and the journey. Um, And let me just say thank you for making it this far through the episode. I hope it served you well. And until next time, look after yourself. Much love.